it's Brandi Taylor. Welcome to the Business Beauty Network Podcast, where business meets beauty. It's not just lipstick, it's business. We will share thought-provoking conversations with business and beauty professionals. Our goal is to empower, motivate, and inspire you to take your business to the next level. Hey everyone, it's Brandy. I hope you're enjoying this podcast as much as I absolutely enjoy bringing this awesome content to you. Look, beauty professionals, this show is for you. And I want to make sure we can continue to bring our awesome guests and awesome information to help empower the beauty community all over the world. You can help by doing your part in making a small donation. You can check our link in the show notes and donate right on Anchor, or we'll have another link available for you to do so. Thank you so much for supporting. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and you're sharing it as well. As always, stay great. Hey, hey, welcome to the podcast. It's a new day, a new week, and a new episode of the Business Beauty Network podcast. Welcome, welcome. I am super, super excited to bring today's episode to you. But before we get into that, make sure that you are subscribed to the Business Beauty Network podcast wherever you're listening. And don't forget to share it. Sharing is caring. So if you know someone who would benefit from this awesome content, make sure you share it. Also, leave us a review on Apple and Spotify. Leaving us a five-star review will help other people to find the podcast. So leave us a written review. I would greatly appreciate that. And we are also on YouTube. So you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. And you can also connect with me and the podcast on Instagram at BizBeautyNetwork. And you connect with me at I am Brandy Taylor. Our website is businessbeautynetwork.com. I have an awesome, awesome episode in store for you today. I had an awesome interview with Melanie. She is the co-founder of Style Seat. We had a great conversation and I really love learning more about Style Seat and all the awesome things that they have to offer for business owners, beauty business owners, and wellness businesses. I think it's a phenomenal tool and it offers even more than I thought. And I think you're really going to enjoy just learning more about Melody and Style C and all of the great things that they have to offer you in your beauty business. This is Thanksgiving week and I'm super, super excited. I love Thanksgiving. I'm ready to eat that Thanksgiving food. But not only that, I'm ready to spend time with my family. I'm ready to actually relax and chill. We're probably just going to have games and watch movies and some laughs with the family and eat a whole lot of food. That's what I plan to do for Thanksgiving. And I'm just remembering to just be thankful, not just on Thanksgiving or this week, but each and every day, each and every day that I have the opportunity to do what I love each and every day that I have the opportunity to just wake up and live and be with my family and to thrive in this world is a blessing. And I don't take it for granted. And I don't take any of you for granted. I truly, truly uh, appreciate each and every one of you for supporting the Business Beauty Network podcast, whether that's through donating to the podcast, subscribing, sharing it, or just um, listening to it. However you're supporting, I truly, truly appreciate you. And I am thankful for you. And I wish each and every one of you a happy Thanksgiving. I hope you have a happy holiday season and make sure that you eat up all the good grub and you just be thankful, enjoy your family. And I wanna share something I've been doing. I've really been focused on journaling and gratitude journaling in the morning, especially. Just really focusing on what I'm grateful for, what I'm thankful for each and every day, taking the time to write it out and reflect on that. And then after that, I just kind of go into 
whatever my thoughts are and I kind of write those things down and some of my plans for the day. But it's really have been helping shift me um, and the way I've been thinking and all of those things. So if you're not doing gratitude journaling, that's something you might want to try. That's just a tip I thought I'd leave you. But once again, have a happy Thanksgiving. And um, yeah, but I have a great episode in store for you today. So here is a little bit of Melody's bio. Melody McCloskey is the co-founder and CEO of Stylesee, the premier platform for booking beauty and wellness appointments, supporting more women-run businesses than almost any destination. Stylesee has powered over 200 million appointments in over 16,000 cities across the United States since launching in 2011. Stylesee has helped to generate over 12 billion in revenue for small businesses. Melanie has pioneered a marketplace that allows independent beauty pros to run and grow their businesses and clients to discover and book beauty services of all kinds. I think you're really going to enjoy this interview and here it goes. Hey, hey, welcome to the podcast. It is your host, Brandy Taylor. We have an awesome guest today, Melanie McCloskey. Welcome, Melanie. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> Thanks for being here. So, Melanie, before we start talking about you and your business and all the awesome things you're doing there, tell us something about yourself that most people would not know. Oh, my gosh. That's a great question. Um, I speak a little bit of Chinese. I probably speak the equivalent of like a three-year-old in Mandarin. Okay. So you have, uh, have a few languages under your belt. That's awesome. Is there any particular yeah. reason you decide to study these languages? Um, my children go to an international school. Well, one of them just, one of them is old enough. And so she is learning Mandarin and I did not want her to be able to have a secret language with her sister that I didn't know. So part of it was out of a love for learning something new. And part of it is because I um, don't, what my daughters to talk trash about me behind my back. So, <laughs> so that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. yeah, no, no, no. It's been, it's been fun though. Honestly, it's just fun to, to try something totally new and feel totally out of your depth and um, learn. So yeah, it's been great. Yes. Sounds like it has. Well, thanks for sharing that. So tell us like your beauty story. Like how did you get to where you are now? Like kind of like tell us a little bit of your background. Sure. Um, and by the way, I'm so excited to be here. I have just spent the last several hours listening to so many of your episodes and interviews. And I'm like, every single topic was so exciting for me because we talk about these things every single day and with my community of stylists and beauty professionals on Style Seat, like how to price your services, how to uh, find inspiration, how to find energy, how to diversify your revenue streams. All of these things are so interesting and fun and exciting. And it's why I started my business. So in particular, I'm just really excited to talk to you. Um, my, you know, exposure to the beauty industry was very much by accident. I actually come from the tech industry. And as a consumer, of course, I love beauty. It's fun. It's joyful. It, like I love the creative expression. I can barely do my own makeup and hair, by the way, but um, I have a lot of admiration for artists and creatives, um, but I came from the tech industry and I wanted to start a company. 
I was absolutely not qualified to start a business, um, but I wanted to have impact. I wanted to build something that would really change people's lives. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I started Style Seed. I, I was talking to a lot of hairstylists, salon owners, barbers, and understanding how they run their business and the challenges that they faced. And I saw how technology could really serve them and make their relationships better and help them find more financial success and fulfillment in what they do. Um, and that sounded really exciting to me. So that's why I started my business. It's how I kind of got into the beauty industry. And then over the last, you know, more than 10 years, it's been a wild ride learning about the business of beauty and, and, you know, helping to contribute to the success of many tens of thousands of professionals. So it's been a joy. So what was the journey like? Like, I know it had to be an idea because I know you're the co-founder of Style C. So what was that journey like? Because I know it couldn't have been easy to get this started. So how did you get the word out there? How did you decide how you were going to build this? I know you have a tech background, but kind of take us through the journey. You know, it started really by speaking with and listening to the stories of beauty professionals and salon owners, like the I mean, when you go back way, you know, a long time ago, years and years ago, back to day one, I threw a happy hour for stylists in San Francisco and salon owners and said, hey, you know, this is the way the industry works. There's so many things that you have to do on a day-to-day -day basis that don't involve what you really love, which is spending time with your clients, building relationships, connecting with people, and also doing incredible work. Um, and growing your technical skills, marketing, creating a website, taking payments, um, surging your prices, getting new clients. You know, there's a lot of all the financial side of things. Um, that is what technology should do and do for you in service of your success and your happiness to free up more time for beauty professionals to be able to do what they love. And it started from there and that resonated. And then the next part of the conversation was tell me what you need and what you want. How do you run your day to day and how can technology make that easier and more joyful? Um, and so the first couple of years of style seat, my office was salons and barber shops and I would just sit in the corner and I would watch how they would work and operate. And we actually, out of that happy hour, I got a ton of information and we created an app that was only available to the people that were there. And they would use the app and they'd say, okay, now you need to do this. Now you need to change that, build this. Um, and so we'd build it and we'd, you know, launch an update and be like, okay, this is great. Now we want this. So I really feel like I built it alongside the community and with the insight of the community to help grow. And, um, you know, it's been, it's been a journey. It's been really fulfilling. And that's awesome. I love that because you built it based on your consumer's demand. Like you really got the, opinions and the ideas that from them what they needed in their business and you were able to create something to help them so I think that's awesome that you were able to get a group of people in a room and get an understanding because so many times nowadays oftentimes people don't know who their client is or what their yeah. client wants or how to speak to their client or how to attract their client but having the opportunity to learn from them and have them test and give you feedback. I, I feel that I, I know that that contributed to some of your success in, in this business. 
Yeah, I think so. And also there's so much technology that is built for nerds, right? For technologists that's not built in service of the creative artist. And, you know, you think about a lot of apps that are out there, their objective is to just drive scale and to commodify everyone, just make, make everything really efficient and the same. And what I really thought was important in this industry is to help individual artists differentiate themselves and spend their time asking themselves, all right, what do I want to be known for? What are my services that I really care about? Um, oftentimes the services that you want to be known for are not necessarily the largest volume of services that you're performing, right? Like maybe you're doing a lot of um, men's haircuts and your men are referring you to other men and they're coming in and, and they're getting haircuts from you because you do a great job, but you really want to get into more women's services or color services. Um, there's a way that you want to transition into that and be known for that and market yourself for that. Um, and we want to help you on that journey to have the career and the creative fulfillment in your day-to-day -day that, that makes you happy and makes it worth coming into work every day. Um, so helping you know, professionals and artists connect how they want to spend their time, what gives them energy, what their ultimate business goals are to their day-to-day -day is something that I'm very passionate about. And in what ways um, are you able to do that for them? Yeah, you know, it's a great question. So um, there's a couple of fundamentals that we talk about all the time. So one is what do you want to be known for? What do you want your specialty to be? Because we're going to market you in a different way for that service than for all other services. So make sure your, you know, style C portfolio or your website has photos that represent that service that you want to be known for. So you're doing a lot of men's cuts, men are coming in left, right, and center, but you, you don't have any photos of women. How are women going to know to come to you for your amazing work in those services? So make sure that you have marketing that represents the full breadth of your work and of services you'd like to do. Um, make sure you're pricing your services appropriately. Um, there's a lot of stylists I find, and you had a great woman on who was talking about this. I was so inspired by her story where she was, you know, saying that a lot of her clients um, that are stylists are nervous about raising their prices and unpacking the psychology of that because that's one of the biggest topics of Style Seed is how to understand where your prices should be. You know, we're the only platform in the industry that actually surges your prices for you. So just like Uber is more expensive on evenings and weekends, we'll actually, we have an algorithm that looks at your business and it surges your prices reflective to your business. So maybe if you're early in the industry, you know, we'll surge your prices 5%. Let's say you've been in the industry for 10 plus years and you've got this high booking rate, we can surge your prices up to 30% on evenings and weekends because we know that clients are gonna pay for it based on your performance. Um, so helping to provide guidance around pricing your services. Um, we also run advertising on behalf of stylists. So we run television ads and advertising across the web for consumers that are looking for exactly the service that you offer um, and helping you show up really high in search. So we give stylists tips every single day on what they can do to show up higher in stylesheet.com and in search so that clients can find them. Um, we have a lot of education around that. So it's, it's interesting because 
what I hear is, you know, a lot of stylists don't get into this industry because they're very passionate about omni-channel lifecycle marketing in a digital age, right? They're not getting into this industry because they really want to understand how to advertise across all of Meta's platforms and create lookalike audiences, you know, and spend a lot of money sort of figuring out the perfect client acquisition. You get into an industry because you're an artist and you want to connect with people. There's lots of reasons why people connect to this industry. Um, but so there's like a little bit of education that if you can set your goals and objectives and you can plan um, and every day take small steps towards your goal. You know, we, we find stylists will typically join us making 40, 45 K a year. And two years later on average, they're making $150,000. So it's a pretty transformative economic journey that can happen, you know, by focusing on uh, setting your goals and using the tools that are available to help you achieve those goals. Yeah, I love that. Um, I didn't realize that Stylesy offered all of those services. Um, I love the fact that you offer help with narrowing down like who your target audience is so that you can lead with more of what you want to attract. I feel like oftentimes because stylists or beauty professionals, you know, they're they're not, like you said, they're not tech people or marketing experts, right? So they don't realize that just putting everything out there is not really attracting the type of client you want. And if you want more people that, you know, that are, are getting a certain service, like say, for instance, if you want to attract more clients that want extensions, then why are you showing so much short hair? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, is that? And so I love that you yeah. Because a lot of people get stuck there and the pricing, so many, so many people in the beauty industry just get kind of stuck. Like even if they start out halfway decent pricing, they never change it. They never increase it. And if they do increase it, it's, it's like $5. Because of the fear, right? I like what, um, and I'm, I'm forgetting her name. She was on a couple of episodes ago and she was talking about the psychology around it because you're scared. You're scared that your clients are going to leave you. You're scared that you know, you're not worth it or, or there's a million reasons why you're going to be fearful. You hear one client complain and you're like, oh my gosh, and I want to roll it back. Um, you know, I was talking to, there's a guy here in Atlanta where I live. His name is Eric the Barber. He cuts my husband's hair and I met him that way. He's on the style seat. And he told me, you know, we were talking about pricing your services because his income has almost quadrupled in, in just two and a half years of being on the platform. It's pretty wild. And I was like, what would you, you know, say to other barbers that are thinking about, you know, growing their business or, or for example, they have clients that have been with them for a long time that are still paying three years ago prices. <laughs> he said something funny to me because when you go to Neiman Marcus, because you've been a customer of them for three years, are they giving you, are they giving you three years ago prices? <laughs> right. And it's like, no, of course not. That's insane. And he goes, yeah, that's insane. So why should I? do that for you, right? Like these are my prices, they are what they are. If that's not interesting for you, then you're in the wrong chair, you know, not apologetic about it. He takes a lot of pride in his craft and how good he is as a barber. He knows what he's worth. And he knows that having those high standards and communicating them without any emotion, you know, this is, this is what people are willing to pay. And it is what it is. And I, you know, I have wonderful recommendations for you if you're looking for someone that's a little bit less expensive. But, you know, he told me when I break up with clients, 
because I'm not a fit for them anymore, it frees them up to go find that fit. And it also frees up a space in my calendar to find a client that's with me on my journey and is thrilled to be there. Um, and that energy that you get from surrounding yourself professionally with people that are on your energy, excited to be there on the level, you know, he told me is a lot more fulfilling than having to argue with his clients every time about his prices and then feeling bad about it. Um, and I thought that was so smart and, you know, it resonated a lot with me because I hear it from so many professionals that it can be scary and you love your clients, you know, you don't want to turn them away, but um, it's part of the journey. Mm-hmm. It was definitely part of the journey. And I love that um, you have it all, you know, set in place to help, you know, people that join the platform. Now, take us through um, some of the other things that the platform offers um, for, for stylists and people in the beauty industry. Yeah, so we're, you can think of us as like a full business in a box, right? So whether you're a hairstylist, esthetician, makeup artist, nail artist, barber, um, we run your entire business end to end. So when you join the platform, you set up a website on StyleSeed. So you can import all your photos from Instagram. You don't need to like take a, you know, more photos. You can import your client list or your schedule from another solution if you're tracking it digitally. And you can be up and running same day in running and growing your business. Um, we triple the average professional's revenue in two years of being on the platform. And so if you leverage the platform and use the tools, it takes a minute to sort of get up to speed, right? And understand all the, the features that we have to offer. But um, it, it drives a pretty tremendous impact because uh, we not only help you with scheduling, we're automatically reaching out to your clients, letting them know it's time to book again. We know how frequent their services are and when they should be due for an appointment. So we text them a little bit before that happens and let them know that they should book an appointment. Um, you can do SMS and email marketing through us. Um, we also, as I mentioned, advertise on your behalf. So if you're interested, we will actually drive clients into your chair and help fill your books so that you can grow your clientele. We serve your prices for you. Um, we give you really nice tracking around how your business is doing. I know sometimes the numbers are, it's hard, right? Especially if you're taking payments with, Venmo and Square and sort of in all these sources, it's hard to take it all in a central location and know how much did you earn? What percent of your clients are new versus return? What are your sources for all of your new clients? Where did they come from? Where do you want to invest more to get more high quality clients? Where did your best clients come from versus the volume of clients? But knowing a lot of these fundamentals lets you know where to spend your time. Um, what are your most... Uh, what are the services where you earn the most, right? Your most profitable use of your time. Um, one of the things that Eric was mentioning to me is he wants to grow his revenue. He's making well into six figures, but he wants to grow even further. And being able to raise his prices has allowed him to start to offer more um, additional services where he can make more per hour and stop offering some of the lower um, earning services per hour. Uh, so he's getting into, um, I can't remember the technical name for it, but it's where you uh, are tattooing men. So if they have a little bald spot, you can sort of cover oh, it up. Yeah. He's getting oh, into yeah. those types of services. I, yes. I know um, it's psychology and then the other one, um, 
for the micro something. Yeah, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, for the. Yeah, yeah well, and he's like, look, I can make a thousand dollars a session in that. And it takes the same amount of time as a couple hundred dollar haircut. Um, so he sees that as being a next interesting level of his career. Um, so that's the objective, right? Like, I want to help professionals get paid equivalent to their ambition and their skill set. Um, and our new client delivery and surge pricing have driven $500 million into the pockets of our beauty professionals that they wouldn't have earned otherwise, which is like a totally mind-blowing number. But when I say there's a huge financial opportunity to uh, take control of your business. It's definitely there. Now, what about retail? Is there any support with that? Like if they wanted to pro provide retail through the app at all? Yeah, definitely. We have um, product sales. So you can check out, you can add inventory of products that you sell at your location. You can check out those products when you're checking out clients. We help you manage taxes and financial reporting for that as well. Um, we help you with forms and waivers. So if you have a new client and you want to get a little bit of information from them before your first, their first appointment so that you're ready for them and you can provide an optimal service, we help you with that. Um, and we take notes from clients to say, why did you book with this person? What are you looking for? Are you looking for someone who listens? Are you looking for, you know, creative expertise? Are you just looking to buy them a chair? Like, you know, we sort of get a little bit of information from them so that you can have those notes before they see you and then you can, you know, deliver a really tailored experience to that client. Now, what about client education? Uh, well, education for the stylist and the beauty professional, do you provide education for them to use the app and all of those things? Yeah, we do. We're starting to do more of that. We um, have a lot of videos of how to use certain things. We're doing a lot more storytelling from our community because I think the most powerful message comes from people that have been using the app and having that financial impact and telling that story themselves versus me. Like it's just more compelling to hear it from the people that have had those results. Um, so we're doing a lot more of that. And when I think about this next year where I want to be spending more time and seeing my community grow as I want to do a lot more education connection, potentially doing some events together with the community and, I think there's just in the industry overall, such an opportunity to drive community connection and education, right? A little bit of technical education, a little bit of business education, a little bit of just connection and inspiration. Um, and so that's something that I definitely want to be doing more of. Now, have you seen any shifts in the industry over the past three years, you know, you know, since, you know, everything that's gone on? Which, and what shifts have you seen that on um, the, the beauty industry? It's a great question. So we're finding um, that the ways that clients are finding professionals has changed very dramatically. Like if you rewind 10 years ago, there were a couple of tools clients would use. Maybe they'd Google or they'd use Yelp or something like that. And a lot of, you know, they'd find a salon that had a great reputation, a good star rating, and they'd show up and just book with whatever stylist happened to be there, right? And this was when about 80% of people in the industry, professionals were employees at salons, giving that salon 70% of all of their revenue, right? This is just how it happened because it was impossible for a professional to differentiate themselves. Smartphones weren't as prolific. Instagram wasn't a thing yet, right? And so you just sort of had to go get a job 
at the best, most expensive salon you could and then work there for 10 years and then you go start your own salon and you take 70% of everyone else's income, right? Um, and that was how the industry worked. It was like, that's how, that's, that's how it works. Today, you know, 80% of beauty professionals are independent. They're either working in a salon or barbershop, but they're renters or, you know, they have their own, <clears throat> excuse me, smaller location. And so consumers are using a lot of digital methods to find their professional. They're using Instagram a ton. They're using Google a lot. Um, one of the biggest searches on Google is hairstylist near me, barber near me, right? Looking for a professional near where they are. Um, and so what that means is instead of just showing up to work and then having clients walk in the door, you have to actually have a really robust digital presence, um, which, which is, that's a huge shift. Now you have to think about your Instagram account. You have to take photos of your work so that clients know what they can expect. You have to be able to communicate who you are and um, what differentiates you, you know, from the 50 other stylists down the street. Right. And so it's just more important than ever. Yet there's not much education about this new world in the industry at all happening in cosmetology and beauty schools not happening at professional conferences in the industry, right? There's not a lot of classes, for example, on how to really do that. And what I find is a lot of professionals are going and learning it on their own one by one, right? Because we don't have a whole team of salon coworkers, right? Where we're all um, commission stylists sort of on the same team. Everyone's individualized. And so that idea of having a coworker has totally changed. Everyone's an entrepreneur, the financial opportunity is so much higher, but we're also a lot more alone in learning how to run and grow our businesses. And so my, you know, dream and desire, the reason why I started Style Seed is I want to um, do a lot of that for you and provide the, the really simple instructions. Just make it as simple as possible. It does not need to be this big, scary Thing. You don't need to go hire a social media expert for hundreds of dollars a month or whatever to run your page. Let's make it as simple as possible and just really distill it down into um, the basics so that you can spend more of your time being an artist, growing your services, being ambitious about, you know, your day to day and, and um, having fun. This stuff just might be magic. Guys, I have so much energy now. Oh my gosh. So I just wanted to share with you, I have been drinking Magic Mind, these green shots that's just been giving me so much energy and allowing me to get things done and show up as the boss that I know I am. And I had just been so tired in the fog, but lately I've been getting it done, guys. I've been hitting my goals. I've been writing things down, strategizing and getting ready. You know, we're at the last two months of the year. The new year is going to be coming soon. We're getting ready for 2024. As a busy entrepreneur, you want to make sure that you are always on and your mind is clear and you're able to get things done and you have the energy to do so. And if you've been struggling with being tired and low energy and not being able to focus, 
as a busy entrepreneur like I was, you want to try Magic Mind, guys. You just want to try it out. It's a shot that has only 12 key ingredients in it. It has things in it like matcha and vitamin D3 and vitamin C and echinacea and all of those types of things in it. All natural, turmeric, all natural ingredients. And guys, it's giving me the energy that I need to thrive as a busy entrepreneur. So all you have to do is enter the code Brandy BBN. And when you check out and you're going to save. So Brandy BBN, visit magicmind.com forward slash Brandy BBN. That's magicmind.com forward slash Brandy BBN. Check it out and get your energy, guys. That stuff is magic. Now, who would you say CLC is ideal for? Is it ideal for the student that just got their license? They graduated a month ago and they just took the boards or should they be more seasoned? Like who exactly is it ideal for? Honestly, it's ideal for any independent professional, no matter the stage of your business, right? For, um, let's say someone just took their boards and maybe they've been in the industry for a year or a couple of years and they're still getting established. We're really great because we're going to help you build out that first list of clients. And when your business has earned the right to surge a little bit, we'll start surging your prices. We start with like 5%. I can think the weekends for maybe five or 10% of your schedule. And we'll kind of work you up until we see what those limits are. Um, but when you think about the, the more seasoned professional, let's say you've been in the industry for 10 plus years, you're booked out several months in advance. You still want to surge your prices because again, we can help you capture up to 30% more per hour on evenings and weekends. Maybe we're surging your schedule 30%. Um, and surging your prices 30%, which means clients are tipping on top of that enhanced service price. Um, there's a master barber in Buckhead here in Atlanta. And we were at happy hours just, um, you know, connecting with him. And he was like, I kept turning off the surge pricing on my calendar because, you know, I've been in this industry for so long and I'm really great. My clients love me, but I just felt like, oh, surge pricing is a bit too much. And he goes, there was one Saturday where I was just so busy and I was a little bit behind. And I didn't have time to turn it off because style seat, it's like Uber where we auto charge the clients when they walk out of the chair, they walk out of the salon and we auto charge their card plus tips. So you don't have to capture that payment. Um, manually. And he was like, you know, my clients were just cycling in and out. And I realized at the end of the day, I made 700 more dollars than I would have made if I had, you know, been turning off the surge pricing and he's like, in one day because they were all, and he's like, I felt like a fool because I'm turning it off and I'm so stressed that my clients are He's like, no one even noticed. Um, <laughs> and he's like, so I'm your biggest fan. Like I want to tell people left, you know, all around town that they should be doing this. So it's just, it's, um, it's innovation, right? But this isn't something that we're not used to at this point. Like we all know what surge pricing is for hotels or Ticketmaster or, you know, Uber. So why don't we have it in our industry? Um, just makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So how user-friendly is it? Because I know some people that are artists are not techie at all. And sometimes yeah. they find difficulty, you know, switching systems and, you know, changing things up with whatever booking system that they're using. And like, so um, is it easy for somebody to change from another system? Is it easy for somebody to get started who isn't techie at all? You know, what's great is we will, <laughs> if you want to sign up and you want us to just import your schedule and your client list and get you up and running, we will. 
Um, we just launched like a couple weeks ago, um, chat with our support team. So you used to have to email that team if you wanted to talk to them. And now you can just open up the app and like chat with them, just like, you know, WhatsApp or whatever. Uh, and that's been really great because response times have gone from like, oh, you got to wait a couple of hours because the team is, you know, answering emails very formal. So you can be like, hey, what's up? Here's the thing that I need. You know, can you get back to me? And someone just pops right on and answers you. Um, so that's really great because if you feel intimidated by the process or a new app, you can, you can talk to our team. And um, I mean, the support team's great. Like they, they just like stylists love connecting with people. Like they want to make our community happy and help them be successful because they know the impact it can have for them. So um, they're happy to help out. I love that because, you know, I just wanted to ask that question for the people who may feel like, I don't know how to do this. I barely know how to use my phone or whatever. And I do meet yeah. some of those types of people that are in the industry. And so I just wanted to see if it was in any supporter or if it was easy enough for a person who wasn't techie to use. Well, definitely. And I've heard so many stories like I can't do online booking because my calendar in particular is just really challenging. And I'm like, look, if a human can do it, the robots can do it. And if it's not easy, then we need to fix it and make it easier so that you don't have to change the way you think or operate to be able to run your day-to-day. Um, like the reality is, is uh, you shouldn't have to field calls. Like a thing that we launched recently is um, chat so that if anyone wants to reach out to you, a new client, for example, they can just chat with you through your app. So you don't have to give everyone your cell phone number or have, I know so many stylists that have two phones right? Like drug dealers almost like it's like, okay, this is my personal, this is my work. Clients are texting them throughout the night, like just madness. Um, so we launched a chat feature when we heard that and it's so that clients can, and it'll text you if you want and you can respond to them from your own phone, but it will respond to the consumer in chat and then it will text them. So everyone, you can be texting each other, but you don't have each other's phone numbers. Um, and they can ask questions and, you know, and then we have a chat bot that will actually schedule appointments for you. So if the client's like, hey, I need to change my appointment from blah to blah, like you shouldn't have to worry about that, especially if you're in the chair with another professional. That's something that the robot should be like, I hear you want to schedule your appointment. Like, can I do that for you? When do you want, you know, your next your when do you want to change it to? Um, so we try and just let technology do the boring, tedious, logistical work so that the humans get to do the fun stuff. I love that. Now, what about email marketing? As you said, you offer SMS and email marketing. Um, how does that work? Uh, so we create templates for you so that you don't have to like design something from scratch. Um, and we'll create seasonal campaigns so that you could just like make a couple edits and then send it to your community and it has photos and things like that. Um, and you can basically say, here are the you know, types of clients that I want to send this to, I want to blast it to everyone, or I want to send something to clients that maybe haven't seen me in the last six weeks or something so that, you know, that they're, they might be due for an appointment. Um, and if you want, we'll also track your wait list for you. So clients can be notified if you have a last minute opening. This is another thing that we found is you book your client and then someone cancels last minute. You can actually, we have a no show late cancellation policy so we can you know, the stylist sets it. You can say, I want to capture 25, 50 or 100% of the service cost if they cancel last minute. 
Um, and then what we can do is we can notify clients that haven't seen you in a long time and say, Hey, you know, Melody, the stylist is a last minute opening. Do you want to book with her? And they can do it directly through text message. Um, so we just want to facilitate because we know that clients don't want to deal with logistics either. And sometimes you're like, Oh yeah, I did have an appointment, but I didn't want to reach out to the person last minute. I don't want to be rude, but I really need a touch up, you know, little things like this can help you know, let's say, let's say you fill three appointments a month through little logistical enhancements like this, three appointments times 12 times a hundred bucks per appointment that starts to add up to real revenue. Um, and so these are the, you know, the types of things where if you just sort of learn how to work a little bit differently and let technology work for you, it can have a big impact on your bottom line. Now, is it more for the independent stylist? or the salon owner or a combination of them both? You know, a combination of the both. We actually have a like early stage salon products um, that we're working with a couple of salon owners and, and they're helping us build it with them. So we are going to be launching um, probably next year, we'll launch more of a robust salon product. So if you have a couple of employees and you want to manage them on style, so you can, you can just reach out to us. Um, but for the most part, our professionals are, are um, you know, independent, they're renters and just looking to, you know, grow their business. And that's, and being that the industry is, that's 80% of the industry now, <laughs> you know, that's, you know, that's understandable. But I'm glad that you're going to offer a salon solutions as well, because it sounds like a lot of the, uh, tools and everything that it offers could benefit a salon owner as well and make it make it easier for them as well. Yeah, definitely. And and one of the things that I wanted to say is I think this podcast is so important because I think education and connection, business education and instilling the fundamentals, not just of like, here's how you price your services and here's how you search price or whatever, but the mental game right? like is such an important part of success in this industry. And there's not a lot of places to go to. I think it's missing in cosmetology schools. I think it's totally missing in conferences in this industry and people don't really have a place to go, but there's a lot of hunger for it because what I see is I, again, I, I have so many conversations where everyone just feels alone, building mm -hmm. their business, trying to be successful and, trying to learn the hard skills and soft skills. And especially this economy is challenging. Being an entrepreneur is hard and lonely. And so, you know, communities like this, I think are so important. The guy's getting so inspired listening because on the one hand, you know, I build tools for the community, but I also am an entrepreneur. Like I started my company, you know, from scratch. And I feel the same things that a lot of entrepreneurs in this industry feel like growing their own business. So I just think that that connection and that inspiration and, and conversations around abundance, right. Versus scarcity and having that mindset going into your day to day, they actually have such a big impact. Um, so I really appreciate what you do. Thank you. I appreciate that melody. And, and that's, that's the goal is I wanted to bring business to our industry because while we're great at a craft we you know the business side was lacking and I feel like this is a multi-billion dollar industry but the people who are represented in this industry if you look from state to state 
like they make like twenty five thousand a year, right? Yeah. And, you know, if you see like what the average stylist makes, and um, and that's there's no reason why that should even ever be the case in this industry. You're making an impact on people's lives. You're changing the way they feel about themselves. You should be able to thrive in this multi billion dollar industry. And, yes. uh, and so it's my goal just to help people to know that there's, you know, opportunity to grow. There's things that they can do so that they can thrive and that they don't have to stay stuck in the same place. You know, they can go way beyond where they are at or or can even think that they can go. And there's opportunity. Yeah. There's such a style seat. Like I did not realize all of the awesome tools that you offer. And I feel like for somebody that's struggling with marketing and all those things that a lot of people are, that's the biggest thing is them putting their brand out there in a way that they're going to attract the clients to them that they would like to service. And so if you have those things in place, I'm like TV ads and all of that is phenomenal. And um, yeah. I'm pretty sure whatever the investment is, um, it can't be more than paying an ad agency to do it, right? <laughs> I don't think <laughs> it is. It's totally true. It, <laughs> yes, it's totally true. And, you know, it. I feel a lot of frustration because I will meet a lot of professionals who are artists and they're like, look, I show up. I focus on my client experience. I focus on, you know, my technical work. I want to be really good. I'm ambitious. Every day I show up and I put in the work and I'm not seeing the impact of my bottom line. And the reality is, is that's not enough. For some it is. If you, if you sort of win the lottery and your clients are just, you know, referring you all over town or whatever, for some people they can get there. But for most, there also has to be some business fundamentals some fundamentals around marketing and it's not, it's not super complicated, but it's just understanding what those fundamentals are and what that path is. And when you, you can take just little steps every single day, you don't have like so many professionals will be like, Oh my God, I have to go get an expensive camera. I'm saving up for an expensive camera so I can finally launch my or Instagram. Right. Or I got to hire someone, you know, it becomes this mountain that gets pushed off for months and months and months because it becomes so intimidating. And the reality is, is, is coming up with a plan and a couple of goals and objectives and then chipping away at them every day, you know, so that it feels doable um, and making a little bit of progress every single day is how you actually achieve that success. And people don't have to feel bad like, oh, I'm not achieving the financial success that I have because I'm not good at my job or I'm less than or whatever. It has nothing to do with it. It's just the education, right, that you provide here, that we provide, um, that gives you those fundamentals to do it. And just like you go to university to become an accountant and learn the rules, and then you are an accountant, before you go to school, you don't know how to be an accountant, right? And that's not your problem. You're not dumb. It's just like, you don't know the fundamentals. And I think the same thing exists in the media industry. It's changed so fast and it's nobody's fault that we're not all experts in it, but we can, we can, you know, do some fundamental things that help us get to where we want to go. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you should be a lifelong learner anyway, so in addition to having tools that's going to help you, 
you need to understand your business. You need to understand how it operates and all of those things so that you can be aware of certain things. So I always encourage people to get some understanding. I'm not saying you have to be an expert, but you need to get some yeah. understanding and, you know, marketing and sales and the bottom line and understanding like your income and all of that. And, um, yeah. and that's another reason why I do what I do. I think it's important just to continuously learn and grow and to be a lifelong yeah. learner. And but I love the fact that you offer education. And that's what I would like to continue to do is just to uh bring guests on such as yourself that can add value to the community and let us know what's out there. Cause like I wasn't even aware of all the things. Like I've heard I've heard of style seat. I had a style seat years ago when I was in the industry, yeah. you know. So I've heard, definitely heard of style seat, but I just wasn't aware of all the updates that have been made and all of the things that you offer now. Yeah, well, it sounds like we need to up our marketing game too, <laughs> right? Right. I need to take lessons from my lessons that I'm giving to other people. Um, yeah, but, I'm, but sure no, you, that's, I'm sure you, your marketing game is is pretty good. Um, I'm yeah, pretty sure most people listening to this podcast have heard of Style Seat. Like, if you have not, what like Rock have you been under? <laughs> At least heard it if they haven't tried it for sure. Yeah, we'll definitely try it. I mean, we we have the most generous free subscription that's out there. Everyone else charges monthly, and we've just got this really generous plan where you can get access to a ton of features. You don't have to pay a monthly fee, which is pretty great, um, just to dip your toe in and see if you like it. But it's it's fun. You know, when I got into this industry, I was such a nerd. I was coloring my hair black from a box. Like I was super intimidated by creatives. I was really shy. And so I was like a terrible client when I'd sit in a chair because I was too scared to say what I wanted, like just so awkward. Um, and I've learned so much from the creative professionals in this industry and been so inspired, right? Like I could never do hair color in a million years if you, if it was the last thing that I could do on earth. But I have so much admiration for those that can. Um, and so I feel like I've learned a ton and the industry has grown and changed so much and so fast that it's, you know, it's been a trip. And what would you say is, has been the hardest thing um, about on your entrepreneurial journey thus far? What has been the hardest thing? You know, that's a great question. There's a couple of things that spring to mind. Um, the first thing I would say it's the thing that I love the most and is also the hardest, which is that my job changes so much. Like I've been working at this company for more than 10 years, but the business has evolved, the industry and the market has evolved. And my job is like a completely different job almost from month to month. And so that is both exhilarating because I'm learning a lot, but it's also challenging in that I'm always doing something that I'm doing for the first time and, and learning about. Um, so there's definitely that. I also, you know, there's, there's certain things that are challenging, like less than 2% of venture capital goes to women. 98% is going to men that start startups. And that's challenging, right? Because not only am I a woman, so the investors are like, oh God, right? But I'm in a very female sector that they don't know very much about. And I find myself educating um, them on, this is a multi-billion dollar industry. And then they'll say things like, yeah, but 
I get a $20 haircut, you know, these like super wealthy men are like take pride in looking like they have a $20 haircut. And I'm like, yeah, I can tell, I see it. And I see that you're very proud of that. And that's very interesting. Um, but the rest of the world right, cares and takes pride in their appearance and especially women or educating them on women of color and that industry and just all of the um, dynamics of, of how that works. Right. And so I'd say that's really challenging. Um, so we haven't raised as much capital as maybe some other companies in that respect. Um, but it's like you are dealt a hand in life and you just do the best that you possibly can. And I seek with this business to learn every single day. You know, I get a lot of joy in the fact that like when I say $500 million, that is the amount of money that we are personally responsible for driving to our professionals. Like that makes me feel so good. And I want to do that, but more, I want to be bigger. I want to have even more of an impact. Um, you know, 86% of the professionals on our platform are women. Um, about 70% are black and people of color, right? That's so amazing to me and such an honor that we get to have a diverse community and drive impact for them, helping these women differentiate themselves and to make more money doing what they love. So I can't think of anything else that I'd rather be doing or spending my life, you know, working incredibly hard to do. Um, so I'd say that gives me a lot of joy and I'm thankful for the stylists and barbers on the platform because they're so fun. Like every time I'm like, Hey, I'd love to ask you about the product or would you need me for a drink or whatever? And I'd love to, you know, get your advice on what we can do to improve. Like no one's like, no, go away. Like they're always so wonderful and fun to talk to and fun to hang out with. Like I could be building software for accountants. No, thank you. That's not interesting. Right. Like this is, this is the best industry, right? So um, that's definitely a big part of it. What's your, what's the biggest lesson you've learned so far on your entrepreneurial journey? Oh, gosh, you know, I'd say resiliency. Um, life does not turn out the way that you think that it's going to turn out. Never will. And you know, you think it's going to be, what is it? It's like make a plan and God laughs. Like you think that it's going to, so you're going to go left and then you're going to go like all the way around to the right. Um, and that's probably true for many of us. Like I started this business and I thought, you know, maybe I'll grow it a little bit and I'll sell it in a couple of years. And I don't know, like start another company. And like, here I am 13 years later, <laughs> still running this business. Um, but I love it. It gives me joy. It gives me energy. I love my team. They're so passionate about driving impact to our entrepreneurs. I see that the industry is getting challenging and it's changing in such dynamic ways. And, and I want to continue to build technology that makes it easier in life to make more money doing what you love. Um, but there's been a lot of twists and turns along the way. There's been a lot of, um, things that have happened that I didn't expect. And you just have to sort of pick yourself up and say, all right, that just happened. What am I going to do about it? I've got two options, right? Um, and just move forward and try and do it with optimism and energy and um, creativity towards the future, you know? 
So, Melody, it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast today. Can you tell everybody how they can reach you and find you online? Sure. So probably Instagram is the best way. I'm Melody on Instagram. And um, stylacy.com is where you can find us. You can find us in the app store as well. Uh, and then on Instagram at stylacy. Awesome. We'll have all of the information in the show notes. Thank you so much for being on. As always, stay great. And we are out. Bye. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the Business Beauty Network podcast. Please subscribe and support our podcast. Please share it. Share it with your friends and family. Also connect with us. We want to hear from you. Leave us comments. Let us know what you're enjoying about the podcast. Also email us at bbnetworkpodcast at gmail.com. You can also connect with me on Instagram at I am Brandy Taylor and at Exquisite Looks. We're also on Facebook and Twitter at Exquisite Looks. And you can check out my website at exquisitelooks.com. I really hope to hear from you and connect with you soon. Remember that all things are possible if you only believe. Stay great.